Hello and happy Next Generation Eve. It's Fan by Daily. It's Monday, November 9th, 2020. It's your host, John Warren. You know the drill by now. I'm going to take you through the headlines and games entertainment in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. Over the weekend, our wildest dreams came true. An announcement Saturday morning that shook the foundations of our country and the world. An announcement that unified us in rejoicing and excitement. For the first time perhaps all year, we had hope. Folks, I'm of course talking about the official announcement of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, the remaster of the original Mass Effect trilogy. It's here, baby. BioWare Studio uh, Director Casey Hudson wrote the announcement of the collection, emphasizing it is a pure remaster as opposed to a remake of the three beloved games from the Xbox 360 era. Hudson said, quote, For many months now, our team at BioWare has been hard at work updating the textures, shaders, models, effects, and technical features of three enormous games. Our goal was not to remake or reimagine the original games, but to modernize the experience so that fans and new players can experience the original work in its best possible form." So what's in the collection? According to the blog post, it will contain the single-player base content in DLC from Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3, plus promo weapons, armors, and packs, all remastered and optimized for 4K Ultra HD. This statement implies the divisive, but actually pretty fun, multiplayer from Mass Effect 3 will not be in the collection. No word yet about how the game will play out without the multiplayer mode, since it directly impacted parts of the single-player campaign. Y'all remember that? I sure do. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda will not be part of this collection. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition will be out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC this coming spring. Optimizations for the next-gen consoles will also come. Oh, happy day. Uh, You can read excellent and interesting takes uh, of the series from our prize writers, Kenneth Shepard and Natalie Flores, from the weekend and this morning over on fanby.com. Expect a lot more from us. We are big fans of the series. PlayStation 4's remote play feature, which let players stream their consoles to PCs, phones, and PS Vitas, was truly a precursor to Project xCloud and other streaming services. Now, folks are realizing they'll be able to stream their PS5 to their PS4 through a new app that popped up for folks who have the console early and have connected both a PS5 and PS4 to the same network. Indeed, Sony will allow you to stream your PlayStation 5 to a PC, PS4, or mobile device. The PS4 aspect is interesting if you, say, have one console hooked up in one room and another somewhere else. You'll be able to stream one ne- the next-gen console to your current-gen current gen console. Uh, this feature has not been widely tested, so we don't know how reliable it is yet, but it seems pretty cool. As for the lack of PS Vita support, Well, it wasn't listed in possible devices and probably isn't supported in any way. It's not super surprising since the Vita is a dead machine, but it's a little disappointing nonetheless. Speaking of PS5, early reports from folks who received the new console indicate the hardware is as beefy and bulky as we expected. It could have been worse, according to an interview with system designer Yujin Murasawa. In an interview with the Washington Post, he said, quote, I knew it was going to be larger because I know how much power there was going to be, so I knew how much airflow you would need and how much space for a heat, heat sink. 
In the beginning, when I started drawing, it was much larger, even though I didn't know what engineering was going to do. It's kind of funny that engineering actually told me it's too big. So I actually had to shrink it down a bit, a little bit from the first drawing. We wanted to get it much smaller, so it's the perfect size right now. If I made it thinner, there would be less airflow to it. It would disturb the player while they were playing. Form factor wise, I drew a perfect line around it and tried to hit the perfect size, end quote. So later this week, when you're squeezing your PlayStation 5 into your desk setup or entertainment cabinet, just remember it could have been a lot bulkier. Finally, uh, one more quick bit of info on the PlayStation 5 front. It was reported earlier this year that Marvel's Spider-Man save data would not be able to transfer from PS4 to the PS5 remaster. Insomniac announced early Monday they'd be bringing save transfers to the game around Thanksgiving in a patch, along with some extra suits Peter can wear. Folks still might feel the sting of having to shell out extra money to play the remaster on PlayStation 5, but at least they can transfer their save data now. And that's it for Fanby Daily. Please come back tomorrow and all week for coverage for the next console generation. A few of us will have our hands on with the Xbox Series X and S starting tomorrow. So check our streams at twitch.tv slash because we will probably crack into Destiny Beyond Light, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and more. You can hear all of our great shows at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for hanging out, and I'll see y'all tomorrow.